0: The right to remain silent forever. Again. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. My name is Malachi, and I am joined as always by
1: Hollywood Fletcher. How's it going? How's it going, Hollywood? You
0: like that one? I'm trying to vary it a little bit every time now. It's good. I like it. Good. That one. That one. Then was a little bit like. Something from the radio in the 60s, I think. Like a link. Something like that. That's what I going for,
1: anyway. Well, like I'm a radio DJ.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You've ruined it now. <laughs> <That can> be... <laughs> yeah,
0: you've ruined it now. You're clearly not a radio DJ. How's it going, then, Fletch? You alright? What? What? <laughs> Sorry. How's it going? Hi,
1: you're uh, with Fletch in the morning on uh, Radio F. Fletch. Don't forget your code out there because
0: it's cold outside! <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, if you didn't put a coat on today, you'd be a maniac. (laughs) So, Fletch,
1: what are we doing this week? Maniac Cop. Dos. Dos. Yep. Maniac Cop 2 with Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. I'm looking forward to seeing another 90 minutes of Bruce
0: Campbell. Yeah. Oh, good old stuff. He's a maniac, maniac and a cop. Robert Zadar's back. Robert Zadar! Oh. He's, a, he's a tap favourite. He's a tap favourite. Slowly, because like we said, Thanos to our Avengers.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that because of his face? Yeah. Come on, man. Big, Come on, man. He's got a big old purple head. <laughs> Rob Davy's in it. Rob Davy, who's he, that? He's from, the, he's from the Goonies. Oh, sorry, yeah, he, yeah, sorry. Fratelli. Yeah, Goonies man. The living Daylights,
0: man with the uh, he had a lizard in Living Daylights as well. Yeah. Oh, the Living Daylights. Oh, it's like a trip to the eighties. This one, isn't it? It's like it, listening to absolute
1: eighties today. He was in Die Hard as well. He, what, was he? Yeah, he was Big Johnson in Die Hard. Big Johnson. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, to <laughs> come to the end
1: and now take it I'm taking over. <laughs> take it over because I'm Big Johnson. Yeah, he was in Die Hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Any, yeah. Anything else? Oh, it's a sequel. We haven't mentioned this is a sequel. And it's a sequel to the episode as well. This oh, yeah. is our first sequel. We already did Maniac Cop. We did Maniac Cop 1. Maniac Cop 1 when we saw Bruce Campbell go up against another big chin superstar of the 80s, Robert Zadar. Chin on chin. Yep. Chin on chin action. Clash of the chins. And we get to see it a second time. Previously on Supertart Film Club, Bruce Campbell gets the better of the Maniac Cop by uh, forcing him to drive into the mast of a boat and it pierces the body of the Maniac Cop. Like a fucking Maniac Cop kebab, mate. I hope it turns out all right and this is the end of the Maniac Cop saga. What did you think to Maniac Cop, Fletch?
1: Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You prick. That film
0: opens at night, Fletcher. The second part of Maniac Cop. We are dropped straight back into the universe. Junkyard. He's still at the junkyard. Junkyard. Police cars. This is, must be the police, where police cars go to die, Fletch. What was wrong with this one? Well, his, his car was fine. His perfectly good it, police Because his car started up. Open 24 hours. We see a street punk. He's about to rob a store, Fletch. He goes on into the store. And he's just fannying about, trying to nick stuff. And the, the guy behind the counter says, can I do anything for you? And he says, figure it out, guy figure it out and he pulls a shotgun shopkeeper obviously sets the silent alarm thank god the police are on their way fletch everything's gonna be fine but wait there's no money in the tilt the punk is furious he starts going off i'm gonna play the lotto. scratch the lotto tickets yes yes and they go through all the lottery tickets and he's not winning but then at the end he's like hey i think i got a winner and he wins five grand on a scratch card fletch doesn't get time. Doesn't get time to think about it. Doors open. Thank God the police are here. There is a big, massive policeman here to save the day. Phew. Whew. The shopkeeper says, this is my lucky day, mate. I was just getting robbed. I've just won five five grand. You're here to say, bang! It feels a bit like yeah. Robocop, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. he comes in and he goes like, fuck me, and he yeah, shoots yeah. him. Fuck me, fuck me. Yeah, um, but instead, Maniac Cop shoots the shopkeeper... And lets the punk escape out of the shop. But as he's escaping, the police arrive. The real police arrive. And they're like, drop your weapon. And he says, it wasn't me, man. It was a big guy. say It was one of you. It was one of you. <laughs> punk is dead. No one wins the lottery today. The ticket is discarded. Five grand on the floor.
1: So we have new approach. Yeah. Maniac Cop has taken on a different approach to his crime now yeah he's letting people off now he's now he's saving now he's helping criminals yeah oh. and just letting them go Letting them go he's finishing off the crimes <laughs> he's just coming he's coming up and going, give give me I'll that. that i'll do that look this is how you do it this is my crime now I'll... take this gun and fuck off go but
0: unbeknownst to the uh, street punk robber the police were already there and they shot they shot holes in him like swiss cheese and now mm. he's dead Christmas in the police office, jingle bells, jingle bells, Maniac Cop is dead. No, he's not. He's just killed someone. Our heroes are due to get commendations. The guys from the first film, you got Bruce Campbell. Bruce is back. Bruce is back, baby. Oh. And so is Teresa, the ex-girlfriend of Maniac Cop, who was diddling Bruce. That's how they got in this whole situation, innit? Infidelity. Diddling when he shouldn't be diddling. Ended up in... That's Zomb- a- zombie policeman, but we just yeah. We, we
1: digress. That's not the. You know. <laughs> don't don't cheat. Yeah, don't cheat on your partner or, or you get zombie policeman. A zombie policeman's gonna come. Why is he a zombie policeman?
0: Well, we'll find out later in this. Do we? You actually do in the third one, yeah.
1: Because oh, we the are fuck's it, in there is the third a third one. There is a third film. Because you said this last time. Last time I was like, "Why is he supernatural?" And you were like, "We'll find out next time." And now we're here, and you're like, "Next, next time." time. But say like, that, this is like I, a fucking Marvel film. Next, well, in the you, next film, in the next film. I'm what keeping what you going. I'm keeping you going. Tempting you with like little little
0: succulent biscuits of supernatural. Zadar
1: Zadar. <laughs> is Zadar back in the third one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good.
0: But we don't know, no, because he gets killed at the end of this one. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you just said there's a third one, so of course it's right, yeah, course it is. Well, you can see it. It's there on the screen. <laughs> right. So, Teresa and Bruce about to get commendations for uh, killing Maniac Cop. What they did before. Chucked him in the sea, didn't they? Yeah. you yeah, chucked him in the sea. And uh, the commissioner's like, you're allowed back to active service. And they're like, thank God. At this point, I say I'm so glad our heroes from the last film are alive and kicking, and I'm I'm ready for another adventure, mm-hmm. ready for another adventure, all set for another ninety minutes. I'm actually. <laughs> Maniac cop's body was never found, though, Fletch. But they say well, it's swept away in the sea. That's what Commissioner says. He's like, stop worrying about it. He seems quite blasé about the zombie policeman that terrorized New York City
1: yeah. a
0: f- mere weeks ago. That's Michael Lerner. From
1: Godzilla. He's in Godzilla. Yeah, he's the mayor in Godzilla, isn't he? Yeah. You know the mayor in the first one? That's Ken Lerner, his brother. Oh, oh there you go. Nice hey. little <laughs> trivia biscuit there. Like, the he's thing. not
0: dead. He's not dead. The commissioner says, Cordell died in Sing Sing. No more ghost stories from you guys. <laughs> Never, no one ever believes them. There was a whole film. Nobody believes them. The commissioner is now concerned, so he's sending Bruce and Teresa to see the police therapist. And Bruce Campbell says, oh, come on. You're
1: saying I'm crazy? And he says, well. You no. Know, it took a long time for Bruce to become Bruce, a good actor. It did, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's all good in like Evil Dead and everything where he's just like
0: Aah! running around. But then you've
1: got stuff like this where he's like, are you crazy? There's a maniac up out there and it's, it's not good. I'm sorry, How Bruce. dare you? I'm sorry,
0: Bruce. So he's going to send them to uh, Dr. Susan Riley. She's a cop. You'll feel safe, he says. You'll feel safe talking to her about it. The meeting, Dr Riley is trying to uh, convince our heroes that Matt Cordell is actually dead. She, she said, the
1: man that you saw wasn't Cordell. She does She does the uh, the counselling session with them both at the same time. Both at the same time and just says you're talking nonsense. Yeah, we need to <laughs> save time. We can't have a scene for both of them. Just fucking stick them both in there. Yeah. We but need to does... just rush this along a bit. <laughs> Theresa's not having it. She's like, it was Matt Cordell. Bruce says, look, if
0: that's what you're saying, if that's the official line that the force is going with, then I'll go with that. He just fucking bottles it straight away. Teresa's like, you what, Bruce? <laughs> and he says, look, I want to keep my job. I know about you, but it's quite difficult to get another job, especially when there was a maniac called Killed All The Police. Bruce says, what difference does it make who it was? And Teresa says, because you can't kill the dead, Bruce. And she storms out of the office and Bruce has said, sorry about her. she's a little bit sensitive. I want me job back. Let's carry yeah. on. Oh, I'll, I'll be a copper. Yeah.
1: And what a copper. Oh, what a
0: guy. Talking about what a cop, cut to a man being thrown out of a window. McKinney, are you okay? We see a handsome cop, a recognisable face. It's the man from Goonies. It's Rob Davy. It's Rob Davy, Mr Fratelli. And he says, never better. The window man that's on the floor, it turns out he's a perp that's been taken down by Mr Goonies. Clearly a maverick of sorts, Watch.
1: <coughs> Clearly.
0: Clearly a maverick of sorts. The policeman rush forward there and he says, We were covering the front. And Goonies says, That's why I came to the back. Too bad you didn't kill him. And then Goonies walks off into the night and he lights a cigarette and he says, It's too much damn paperwork. And he walks off into the neon night. But then... Like the the transitions in this film are terrible, aren't they?
1: Are they purposefully drawing a comparison there between him and Matt Cordell in the first film? Because the reason he went to prison in the first film is because he was quite a, a maverick cop and he was killing people, yeah, rather than arresting them. And he's got the exact like, this. Yeah, he's the same, but so he's, not he's the same. yeah. So he's just one bad day, one bad day. Being a maniac, it's all it takes.
0: Okay, yeah. And I noticed this point, the cuts, the transitions in this film is quite similar in to the cuts. It's not as bad as Samurai Cop. But this, yeah. like McKinney, walks off and then the next shot is in the office with Dr. Riley. Well, because there's no establishing shot? There's never any established
1: shot between... That's fine, sort. that's bold editing. Yeah. And I thought so about Samurai Cop as well. Because that's why they had the big horrible lion head. Yeah, so, you so you know where they there. are. You don't need an establishing so, shot, it's right there. In, yeah,
0: Okay. Bold editing. I suppose it's a pattern that we see within the tats, uh Should we call it techniques? He sits down. He's sassy with Riley because he doesn't want to be... No, nobody wants to go to the fucking psychologist. Nobody does, Fletch. And he says, it's been 20 years since my last confession. I'm actually miming a cigarette when I do his lines. <clears throat> <laughs> like every time. It was, it's been 20 years since I did my last confession. And uh, Dr. Riley says, uh, do you mind if you don't smoke? Because uh, don't doctors' like officers don't like it. And she says to him, how do you feel about the shooting yesterday? with The fellow out the window and all that. And he says, I shot him first. I feel good about it. Are you going to psychoanalyze me? And she says, mandatory. Every officer involved in a shooting has to see the doctor at least once. And he says, yeah, well, you've seen me. I'm leaving. And Goonies heads for the door. And as he's about to open the door, Dr. Riley says, Goonies, didn't you have a partner, Goonies? And he stops. He takes a Big hard sock on his cigarette. And he turns brown and sits back at his seat and he says, my partner had mental health issues. He shot himself. But it turned out Goonies had camp told him to not go. He said he was going to go to the doctor. Goonies like, don't. Don't go to the doctor. Now he's dead. He said, I found him. End scene.
1: <laughs> it's quite a good noir, kind of. Yeah, it's very and noir. Yeah. Very noir. He's just there smoking and i know. got demons. i got demons. i found him. Bruce Campbell, thank God he's
0: alive, Fletch. Thank God he's he's free as a bird. He's walking out. Everyone's <laughs> like, everyone's saying to him, "Congratulations, Bruce!" As he's walking out, <laughs> well spoke. done, hero. Cup. And he goes up to the uh, to the newspaper man, blind old Harry, and he's like,
1: "Harry, blind old Happy, blind old Harry, <laughs> Robert L. Jones." That is, what, where can he be found? You know who he is. I'm asking you. It's James L. Jones's dad. Oh, bloody hell!
0: Yeah. That's a bit high
1: pitch. <laughs> oh no! Bl-
0: <laughs> oh. Blind Harry. The paper man. Yeah, Darth Vader's dad. Darth Vader's dad. Mufasa's dad. Bruce
1: goes to get a paper and uh... Eddie Murphy's dad's dad from Coming to America.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Eddie Murphy's granddad from Coming to America. So Bruce goes to get... goes
0: to see Blind Harry. Hey, stop... Are you just thinking of...
1: James Earl Jones films. Yeah.
0: Yes, I am. Blind Harry says congratulations on getting off he gives in the paper. He puts the money down, he tells him, Bruce is a nice man. He says, it's the right money there. And he says, I believe you, I believe you, Bruce. You're, you're a hero. Bruce is like, well, I'm just going to read about myself in the paper. <laughs> he opens, he the opens the paper and it's
1: all, just like, this cop is awesome yeah. on the
0: fucking front of the newspaper. We love Bruce Campbell. But while he's reading the paper, Fletch stabbed in the back, Bruce is dead. <laughs> blind Harry didn't see a thing because he's blind. But he did.
1: touch. He touched him on the hand. Do you timestamp it? What? 17 minutes into the film. Oh, I think I did, actually. 18 minutes I'm on my copy. 18 minutes. He had three minutes in the film. Yep. Three minutes of Bruce.
0: Three minutes of Bruce. Bruce dies stabbed <laughs> in the back <laughs> by the maniac cop.
1: I mean, who doesn't want three minutes of Bruce? Ugh, but...
0: Not like this. So, yeah, they just kill him off, then. Mm. <clears throat> okay. As soon as he gets out, basically, as the, the, the first one finishes... He just gets killed
1: about a couple of hours later. Fair enough? Yeah. To be fair, Robert Davy is a better actor. Yeah. That's I mean cool. he is. Yeah, he is, yeah. And he's so they've just kind of upgraded everyone. Yeah, they do. So. so they've gone Ken Lerner to Michael Lerner, they've gone Bruce Campbell to Robert Davy. Hmm. They're just they're just upgrading everyone, trading them all in. So this is what I mean about the cuts from the scenes. The next
0: scene is Terry identifying Bruce's dead body. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just there,
0: that's him! <laughs> yeah, Terry is identifying Bruce's body. Gooners is there and he confronts Terry and says, can you think of anybody with a motive to kill Bruce Campbell? You had an argument. Maybe you're cracking up. You'd seen the maniac cop. Basically, I think you killed Bruce Campbell. <laughs> and she says, this is bullshit. That's the commissioner who killed Bruce Campbell. It wasn't me. And he says, I'm just following protocol. Family and friends are always the killer. And she says,
1: you bastard!
0: And runs off into the night. Uh, The commissioner has got Goonies on the case, trying to get information from Terry and Bruce. Bruce is dead. But he wants to know about the brutal events of the first film before the press get hold of it. Goonies says, my time would be better well spent trying to catch and kill Bruce Campbell. And the commissioner says, "That's not what I want more pressure on her. That's a direct order. And Goonies says... He's not having he don't like orders. And he doesn't like
1: therapists, Fletch. You're incapable of doing his voice without putting <laughs> doing a cigarette motion. Yeah. He hates therapists. Riley asks why he
0: hates therapists, and he says, My wife had a therapist. My wife had a therapist. <laughs> and it is now, now
1: she can't do anything without basically she ran off with one. Ran off with a the therapist. Well, she didn't run off with one. She just basically she went to a therapist and Having therapy Made her realise That she was in a <laughs> shitty marriage With Rob Davy So she left him mm. <laughs> Made my wife get better And cut my toxic shit out of her life I was a shitty husband <laughs> But she was, She didn't know that She didn't know that Then your damn therapy mumbo jumbo she, well, left me. I'm she left me I'm married to the job I'm married to the job number one <laughs> So I told my friend to kill himself
0: and it's all your fault. You're all full of shit. And by the way, I told my partner to cancel that appointment. And I don't feel guilty. He's made of a cunt. He's a cunt isn't he? at the start. At the start, and then Riley says, "How could you feel guilty?
1: You're a cop." And he says, "So are you." All this needs is just his voice mm. narrating over it. I want to
0: do. Does he ever done an audio book?
1: <laughs> no.
0: We need to find one if he has. Like MS ASMR, but with him. Doing yeah, it. ASMR, just here. yeah. But him smoking, like. <sighs> and, and I'm a man on the edge. Opening
1: <laughs> bottles of whiskey. <laughs> you
0: can just hear it. <laughs> just, just the ice clinking. Douchey man is having his car towed. He's like, please don't take my car. It's Christmas, I need my car. And he screams at the cop, and the cop's are like, no, I'm taking your car, I'm taking your car. You've left it here, you fucking 80s douche. You're probably full of cocaine. You know, you should be all right getting off like this. And the man screams at the cop. he's going, yeah, I'm going to get you. And he's just being a douche, an 80s coke douche. And then, out of nowhere, <coughs> policeman goes up in the air, whacked on the spike of the back of the tow truck, driven off into the night, dingle-dangle like a little scarecrow he is. Matt Cardell, boshed him on a spike, Nicked his truck. Yeah, drove off with it. Yeah, bit. and then again, let another felon free. Yeah, douche man. He, he tore up oh, his yeah. ticket. He and rips, and rips up his off. ticket. Yeah, another you know ticket left behind. Doctor Riley goes to see Blind Harry and says, "I want to talk to you about Bruce, Bruce Campbell. I know he was a friend of yours." And she said, and he says, "Yes, he was. I was here the night he died." And she says, "Obviously, I know you didn't see what happened because you're blind, Harry. I mean, you're blind." <laughs>
1: Did I, did I mention I'm blind?
0: Yeah. But did you happen to touch him? Harry gets cold. He looks up and he tells a harrowing story from the war about how he went blind and had to hide behind dead men. He happened to touch a dead man, obviously because he was covered in them. And he says, I never thought I would feel anything like that again. He was cold. So cold. It felt a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. you know when you touch a dead body yeah. you know when you're in a trench and you're covered in dead soldiers it was kind of like yeah, that kind of like that that's not that, that experience isn't universal no, Harry no, no, no. I don't know what that feels like well let's get in the fridge it's
0: happening again Fletch it's all happening again it's all kicking off in New York City McKinney is telling the commissioner and the new police chief who's replaced the guy that fucking main out cop murked mere weeks ago I mean how close is it it's quite close to the first one isn't it It, it's implied that it
1: happens like a month after the uh, the events of the first Maniac Cop
0: yeah so it's close it's close yeah so there's a new police chief this is how Goonies handles him he chucks a pen of paper at him and he says the man who killed your predecessor he's looking for you (laughs) he's out there he's out there then it wasn't Maniac Cop in the truck in the first film says the commissioner and he's like no it wasn't! Because I've seen him. He's on the streets! And he says, If this leaks out, people are going to want to defend themselves. Panic! Again! It'll be a bloodbath. Nobody will be calling 999!
1: Oh 911. No, on the- oh sorry, yeah. 911, no, on yeah. <laughs> Commissioner
0: says, Don't say it! Don't say it! Don't say that Maniac Cop is back! Don't even think it! Don't even think it! We need to put together a task force to take out the Maniac Cop! Gunny says, He's gonna go after Terry.
1: Gotta finish, finish what he started. Finish
0: his business. That's what he's doing. It's all about unfinished business with the MC maniac cop. Now, how do you feel about Bruce being killed? Bruce killed? Well, I said when we did the first episode, the first episode about maniac cop. This was the first maniac cop film I saw, and I thought this was the first one. So I thought I always thought Bruce Campbell was only ever in it for five minutes. So right. when I actually saw the first one, and he's the main star, yeah, I'm like, what's this? Yeah, yeah. I did. I pulled a Fletcher at this in the, when I was a kid and watched the the second one first.
1: <laughs> pulled a Fletcher? Mm. Okay.
0: Maury, what do you think about the lack of longevity of Bruce Campbell in this film? I don't
1: know. I mean, I'm kind of torn about it because mm. we all love Bruce. Everyone loves Bruce. Yeah, but... But at least he was in the sequel. Robert Davy's a better actor than he is. Well, he's... Yeah. And he is he is yeah and this film's got a bigger budget and you can tell everything about it looks bigger it's and better than better. the first one everything about <laughs> it it just looks <laughs> everything
0: about this film is better than the first one I think do you think this is better than the first one action wise this is more of an action film isn't it all, in all aspects but one is better than the first one Terry's planning like she's had enough mate she's like I'm going on the telly I'm going on the telly live tonight and I'm telling everyone in America about Maniac Cop because it's madness. He's running around like a maniac and there's people just in the park, getting murdered. People out having a pizza, dead. People towing cars, it's madness. So she's going.
1: Who was having a pizza? I don't know, I don't know. But people it's... Are having a pizza. It's New York City, Someone, Someone's sitting on the crapper, dead. <laughs> someone's just there in a phone booth, dead. Exactly. Someone's so driving, driving, dead, dead, dead. Reading a book. Reading a book, dead. <laughs> Watching TV, dead. dead. That's the last
0: TV show you'll ever watch. Dead, dead, dead. Dr. Riley decides she's going to go to the, uh, the TV show with Terry because she's in a bit of a sensitive situation. Like, boyfriend's come back from the dead, tried to murder her once. He's come back, murdered her other boyfriend. So Dr. Riley's like, oh, I'm going to come with you. We'll get a taxi. It'll all be fine everything's going to be fine when they get in the taxi though Fletch it's being followed by a police car at least Terry thinks it's being followed by a police car and she gets, she's really paranoid every time she sees anyone in uniform oh it's a maniac cop oh it's a fucking oh it's a maniac cop police oh slightly blue light and she's like calm down anybody think you've been chased by a zombie man anyone <laughs> think you've been through a really traumatic <laughs> experience yeah. as we go oh, boom-bidi-boom, boom-bidi-boom, boom-bidi-boom. oh hang on flat tyre on the taxi mate. Taxi driver says, I'm gonna go and sort this out. Terry starts freaking out. She's like, I am not, this is this is not ideal. Maniac cop is coming for us. We're just sitting here in a box basically. And uh, Terry says, look, look, Dr. Riley, you stay there. I'll just get out of the cab just to make sure everything's all right. As she gets out of the cab, she sees the fucking cop car come. She's like, shit, gets back in the cab. She steals it and a car chase ensues between Maniac Cop and the taxi with our two heroines now in the car. The fucking wheels are falling apart, Fletch. The wheels are off. There are sparks flying all over the place. It is a really high-budget car chase. Oh well, Yeah, this yeah. bit
1: is pretty cool.
0: The car rams the taxi. The wheels spark and the taxi comes to a stop. Maniac Cop drags Terry through... The window? Does she drag it? Or she get out? Does she out of the car? I can't remember. I can't remember. But she ends up outside of the car. Maniac cop throws her through a window of a hard hardware store. Luckily, she finds a chainsaw. <laughs> Poor Bruce! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, she gets the Bruce Campbell bit. He chucks her through a window, and she stands up and has a chainsaw, and she's like, "Right, you fuck <laughs> up. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? <laughs> Why did they do that? I don't know. Why would. That's Bruce's thing! That's Bruce's thing! Give Sam Raimi's in this film and all. He is, yeah. (laughs)
0: He's just a
1: cameo again. Yeah, he's in the first one, isn't he? He's a newsreader. Well, he basically shot most of the first one.
0: Yeah.
1: Just so they could get it made. While Terry
0: is uh, revving up the chainsaw, Maniac Cop is fucking handcuffing Dr. Riley to the fucking other. to the car. to the steering wheel of the car. And he just. Pushes her, takes the handbrake off and lets her roll down the hill. Terry, not happy, runs at fucking maniac cop with the chainsaw. (laughs) This is it, Fletcher's dead. The fucking car's dead. But he puts his hand up and she cuts through his hand and then pulls her head off. The car continues to drag Riley down through the streets of traffic.
1: This is one of the coolest moments of the film, I
0: think. The car continues to drag Riley down the street through traffic. She's smashing into cars, being dragged, dangling like meat on the side of a car. She manages to eventually get inside and then crash. Riley is trapped, trapped upside down. A policeman approaches her. Oh, it's okay, Flex. it's a real policeman. They just happen to be there. He's like, oh my God, let's get her out of the car. The police find her and they put her in an ambulance. Goonies turns up. And he's like, I'll ride along with you in the ambulance. I'll come with you to hospital. She says, I'm in a bit of a state and I've got to be on TV in an hour. And she says, I saw him Goonies. I saw Matt Cardell. A strip club fletch, a sleazy, divy strip club. A man sits at the bar with dirty hair and a dirty beard, watching a TV report about the killer being at large. Targeting strippers.
1: Oh, there's Sam Raimi as well on the telly. He's the new. Yes, pastor. he is. Yeah. Again. Yeah.
0: The new show is on. Riley's made it to the show. She's there with the commissioner. The commissioner is just basically trying to cover it all up. He's saying, she's saying there is no stripper, rapey man. This is all maniac cop. This is a, it's a cover up. The commissioner's trying to cover it up. Thirty eight, thirty two, full boob. Hey. 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 <laughs> okay. The shady man in the strip club. Who's watching the news,
1: follows one of the uh, dancers home. Leo Cossi. So he's the, he's the serial killer in this film, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yeah, Leo Cossi. He is. He was in the first Maniac Cop as well. Oh, was he? What was he in the first one? Uh, he was one of the mayor's aides. Oh. Yeah, he was just like uh, one of the mayor's staff. He oh. was uncredited in the film. But yeah, he just plays a completely different role. I don't think it's the same character, or maybe it is. Oh. Maybe he, de- he descended from being a big-time... Politician aid bloke. Well, that's what and happens. Became in the, a crazy maniac.
0: That's what happens in the universe of Larry
1: Cohen, isn't it? Yeah. No one's I, safe. I did read something. To practice for the role, mm. Leo went to a strip club. Oh yeah, obviously you got because <laughs> I got to practice for the role. You know. He got kicked out, and I don't know if this is true. What was he doing in there? Apparently, he got kicked out for making direct eye contact with one of the strippers. That's not how it works. I don't know. I, maybe he was just like being all method and stuff. He's like, I've got, I'm a maniac oh, right. in the strip club, a and he just stares at her. <laughs> and just like, can you kick him out? He's
0: fucking freaking me <laughs> out. I'm an actor. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> well, He's a creepy man. He's a creepy, creepy man. He does a good job of being a. He is good. He's yeah. good.
1: He's good in this.
0: So the girl that he picks, he picks her out, and then later she's at home, the door starts rattling. Ooh she's like, I'm going to call the police. And then the window smashes. She, do, she can't call the police. She can't call the police. She calls, she calls the fucking... Downstairs. Yeah. And they're like... But then they do call the police. Eventually, the man smashes through the window. And the strip club killer jumps through the window. And he attacks the girl. It's all going horribly wrong. And yeah. then the door bursts open. It's, it's a policeman. Thank God the police are here. But it's not. It's the maniac cop, Fletch. And he finishes off the crime. He strangles her. He doesn't. But he doesn't kill her. He goes to. He goes to, yeah, because the police arrive, the real police arrive, and he just kills them, and he runs off with the strip club killer out the window. And the girl lives, because he's like the real police. If they hadn't turned up, he would have finished the crime. And then uh, the strip club killer takes Maniac Cop to his lovely, lovely
1: house for a drink. There was something weirdly endearing about that. It's quite the a moment afterwards. Story, isn't it? When the... Because he's walking with him and he's like, you're that maniac Peter. We're going to be best friends. Come to my house. We <laughs> have a drink. Oh, <laughs> my God. I'm, I'm, I love you. It, it, and it's just going, just, Yeah, he's just got this <laughs> weird childlike wonderment around his new best mate, the lumbering maniac cop, zombie uh, man. And the,
0: the the zombie man follows him back to his, his well, what is it? squat what is it he
1: lives in a tunnel
0: it's place, apartment it? And, yeah. it's,
1: and it just looks like a corridor a pig, yeah <laughs> it's, not real, it's not a real room yeah. it looks like a uh, it looks like a furnace room in the basement of a school or something and the
0: chat is chatting away but Cal- Cordell's not saying a word so he's like what's your name what's your name can you write can you write so he goes to get him a pen and paper and when he turns his back Maniac cops Cordell! <gasps> Cordell! That's the only time he talks, yeah. isn't it? And then, like, the strip club killer goes, oh, I know who you are! You are the maniac cop!
1: Now, ma- was there any doubt? Though?
0: Yeah, it was really...
1: <laughs> giant, hulking, Zombies. giant zombie policeman walks in and throws a bunch of coppers around What's <laughs> their fucking What's your wet name, mate? What's your name, are mate? You- uh, oh, you're, you're that maniac. <laughs> oh, I thought you were another zombie policeman. Maniac Cop
0: and the uh, killer are comparing swords as well because he's going, that's a good knife, but look at this crazy knife. Oh, yeah. Phallic imagery. Yeah. And the killer says to Maniac Floyd Cop... would have a field day. The killer says to Maniac Cop, what happened to you? How did you get in this maniacal state? What happened to you? (laughs) And he sits back and he tells the story of the first film. Now, the dancer who survived the attack from the killer and the maniac Maniac Cop is now with Riley and McKinney Goonies. And another officer, the Kinney Yeah, they've got they've got a, they've got a plan, Fletch. They're going to go and take her out, and I, try and ID the killer. They put it out on the news that she's dead, so that they think, oh yeah, they can go out willy nilly, yeah. go in deep cover. Riley looks at the choke marks on the uh, the dancer's neck. He says, "Can you tell me what his hands felt like? <laughs> How did they feel? How did they feel?" And she went, "You know when you get a cold drink? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know when a cold."
0: Cold, cold oh, drink and you're you really a, cold. Oh, it's a, it's a real hot day and you pick up a cold, cold brew and you're like, then that, maybe that's too cold. <laughs> it was like that. Like that? It was like that, yeah. Have you ever been in a trench with a bunch of dead guys <laughs> in Korea? <laughs> have you ever gone blind from the war? <laughs> 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 well, Flavio, it turns out it is universal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Goonies turns around to Riley and he says, hey, can you remember how to fire a gun? And she says, all that's going to do is get his attention. He's impervious to bullets. Oh, you're the expert on him now. You weren't in the first yeah, film. Yeah, you bothered about him. Maniac cop leaves the strip, ki- strip club killer. That's really hard to say. Strip club... Strip... Yeah, it is. Yeah. Strip club killer. In his lair and goes off on his own into the city night, leaving him behind. And he's like, yeah, yeah, well, see you later, mate. Yeah, see you later. I've, right. got my, I've got my own bits to do.
1: Um, yeah, text me. Oh, bless him. <laughs> bless his horrible... Horrible rapey Serial horror. rapey killer part. Now, the
0: cops and the dancer go into the first club. At first, nothing unusual. It's fine. Just the usual people there that are there. Safe people. Weirdos, but safe ones. <laughs> safe weirdos. But then, fuck, there he is, Flex. He's just come in through the back door. She, he says, Lieutenant Goonies, that's him! So McKinney makes chase across the strip club. Riley, luckily, has had her arm plastered from her for a car in the car earlier on. Puts it out, clothesline, goes down like a sack of shits. Bosh. Bosh. (laughs) Goonie says, i got to get me one of those. (laughs) And they take him in. One killer down, one to go. They whack him in jail, Fletch. Ah, There we go. And Goonie turns around to him and he says, after he's locked him in, he says, Where's your friend? Oh, yeah, my friend. He won't forget about me. He says, (laughs) How did you meet Cordell? And the killer says, well, how did you know his name? Like, again, how, it's, it's the big fucking zombie <laughs> policeman. Goonie's like, it's him. Give me, I've got his address. We're going to his hideout. I think we've got him. But you need to stay here and practice shooting, Riley,
1: because you are terrible at shooting. Yeah, they kind of make a, a whole thing about how she's shit yeah, shooting. Sh- sh- shooting. I thought he was going to come back. Yeah, It doesn't. doesn't But no, they were just like, you're just rubbish! You
0: just go go and have a practice. McKinney finds the hideout. There's pictures of the victims of the serial killers all over the place and he says, Looks like we've bagged ourselves a serial killer. (laughs) Top it. Cut back to the jail cell. The stripper killer is singing and annoying the fuck out of all of the cellmates, one of which. Danny Trejo! Yeah,
1: Danny Trejo um, is in there. I think this was his first film he was in. I I I don't think think it was his first one, but it's one of his very early roles. Dr. Riley goes in
0: to ask the killer about Maniac Cop. And he says, if you want to know about him, stick around here tonight. And you may learn something, because he's come in. We need a Danny Trejo film. We'll find one. Cops are training in the firing range. You know know the situation. (laughs) Boosh. Those little paper men, shooting as close as you can. Out of the darkness, no Fletch. Steps a hulking great zombie man. (laughs) And he fucking mercs them all. All shot. Picks up a gun. Fucking hell, Fletch, he's here. He's here at the police station. And now he's got a gun. He's got loads of fucking guns. He picks up up blood-soaked machine guns and he heads into the station. Why
1: are they using fucking... Are they... I don't know. Why is he got this fucking maybe they're the weird task force submachine gun? Maybe they're the task force. Well, they're all just in like normal police <laughs> uniform, <laughs> and he, and they just use. It. Maybe they, uh, maybe they just like I bought this one from home. Yeah, this is my home defender five thousand. <laughs>
0: all right, it's got a rocket launcher on it. Kills them all, picks up their guns, and then just smashes
1: straight into the police office, and just <laughs> one by one. He's just throwing people around like ragdolls. And just gunning them down. Yeah. Like Terminator 1. Yeah, it is like Terminator, isn't it? But he's just walking. And they've just... For some reason, this office has maniac cop-sized panes of glass. That you can just smash through them. each cubicle. <laughs> yeah. Like, why, why, do we need panes of glass that are like six foot four? Just in case. From floor to... To the top. Well, we've seen this
0: kind of situation before. It's happened in Terminator, it's happened in Robocop, it's, it's happened in Batman.
1: He, it's, d- <laughs> he just walks up to them though and just kind of presses his face against it and just smashes to it. Yeah. It's brilliant. He presses his big, big face against the back. <laughs> he just
0: shatters under the pressure of his giant face. While, while Maniac Cop is inside just murdering all the policemen, Goonies are outside and a SWAT, a SWAT team has gathered. Inside, Maniac Cop has freed all the prisoners and taken Riley hostage. Goonies. If he comes outside, don't interfere with him, follow him. He's here for a reason. Everything the Maniac Cop does, it's for a reason. Inside, prisoners, it's it's all gone mad. Inside, the prisoners are changing into prison guard uniforms and Maniac Cop, well, he hasn't got a plan, but the killer thinks Maniac Cop's got a plan. He and does have a Well, he plan. does have a plan. He's going back to Sing Sing, but he thinks he doesn't talk to him, does he? He thinks he can read Maniac Cop's
1: thoughts. Yeah, but he asks him, and yeah. he does a little maniac nod. And he goes, yeah, yeah, Sing Sing! Sing Sing! He wants to go Sing Sing. Finish business,
0: mate. He wants to cut them fools up that cut him up. Yeah. The killer guy, he thinks he's starting a, a street punk army. We're recruited now, and we have a new leader! And an old man at the back from, uh, who's always in, how it, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, says, I'm not part of this! A Maniac Cop just kills him! He heads, they head for the prison bush. What outside, the commissioner, Commissioner Douche, Doucheface, sees the fact that they've taken Riley um, hostage, and he says, she puts on a uniform once, and she gets kidnapped straight away. <laughs> what a fucking dickhead. She, she didn't want to get kidnapped by lunatics, rapists and a zombie man, did she? <laughs> She's at work. The strip club killer is driving the bus through roadblocks and everything's exploding to freedom. And McKinney McKinney says, Goonies comes over and grabs the commissioner. He says, you're coming with me. Get in my car. I need to talk to you, you little shit. The, cop, the, the bus chase, the bus is just smashing fucking cop cars to bits all over the city. Really good explosions, really good action.
1: Yeah, there's some good stuff. Yeah, we we'll throw some cars around. Here. Yeah,
0: some real good 80s. What, what I think, yeah, just some quality 80s stuff. Goonies and the commissioner in the car. Goonies says, I know he's going to Sing Sing. We've got to go follow him to Sing Sing. And he says, all the cops in the world couldn't stop him. Apart from you, commissioner. And he's like, what? Pull over, let me out. This is ridiculous. And then he just drops all his knowledge on him, his detective knowledge. He's worked it all out, Fletch. And he says, it's a cover-up. It's all a cover-up, see? There's all this corruption in the government, and you blamed it all on Cordell. He was your patsy, and you sent him down. So you need to acquit him of his crimes, and then he will stop being a maniac. And he's like, never.
1: And he says, "Like Confess.
0: And he confesses.
1: Yeah, just like, yeah. he gets his gun out and he's like, don't push me, McKinney. And then he just goes, all like, oh, right, yeah, I did yeah. it. Yeah, it
0: was all me. <laughs> the bus rages on towards Sing Sing with Riley on board. McKinna makes the commissioner confess for his crimes. He's a very guilty, guilty old man. Now the bus arrives at Sing Sing. The guards don't know any different and they just let the bus in. Maniac cop has managed to get in, but the alarm has been raised. Seal off the block, seal off the cell block. Too late, they've sealed off the cell block. That is what he's gone for, mate. That means all the normal people won't die, but the criminals Add it. Commissioner on a bullhorn, outside. Maniac cop, it's me, if the commissioner. Look, I'm really sorry, I'm, d- I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to blame you. He says, Goodell, we are to blame for your conviction and your conviction has been revoked. You are an innocent man. And Riley inside turns around to the big zombie man and says, this is what you wanted, isn't it? This is what you wanted, because they think that's what he wanted. That's why he went to Sing Sing, the stripper killer. was like, no, let's, let, let's just free all the criminals and we'll start a street punk army. And Maniac cop goes, no, no, I'm a free man. This isn't what I came for. And he walks out because what he actually came for is to kill all the people that killed him in the first place. The ones who stabbed his face. The one up. who slashed up his beautiful big face. And he does, one by one, hot, hot Rwenge. He goes through them all, murdering them, and then one of the prisoners sets him on fire, sets Maniac Cop on fire, but he carries on. But then the killer comes out and he's like, he's like, you were going to start a street punk army with me. You lied to me. And he goes to stab
1: Maniac Cop, and himself gets, he gets set on fire as well. Yeah, Leo Rossi. um... Yeah. Had to, had to grab him and get his arm set on fire. Yeah. The, uh, and they convinced him to do it. Do you know how they convinced him to do it? How? Because they got this spe- <laughs> Money!
0: No, the special effects... He said to the special effects guy, if you go do it, I'll do it. So he instantly did it, sets fire to his arm. So he had to do it. Because he's a man of his word. <laughs> okay. They both that, fall that out. scene must have been horrible to film, yeah. though. And then, then the, the fucking
1: dare. stunt as well, because they both fall out the window. Because the guy's walking around on fire for a good ten minutes. There's <laughs> loads. Of, there's just they must have. I don't know. Do you reckon it was just one stunt man? They just kept setting on fire. I don't know because don't know. there's there's a bit where he's just slowly he's just walking. walking. Yeah. And you know when they do this, they can't see or breathe or... Yeah, yeah. They have to hold their breath the whole time. Yeah. And it's... That must have been awful. I mean, props to whoever had to do that. Well, they fall out of the window, the two of them in flames. Yeah,
0: they both are on fire. Yeah. And fall through um, into the bus
1: and uh, die. The bus instantly explodes. And it just explodes. Like the entire bus just explodes. Yeah. What is this? That's it. That's spectacular. It's spectacular. It is. They grab each other and they have a, f- they have a fight whilst they're both entirely engulfed in flames. And he smashes it not through a window, through the ceiling, through a wall. <laughs> yeah, he just smashes him through a brick wall, and they both just plummet like a rapey comet <laughs> through the sky into the bus, and the bus explodes. Yeah, and that's it. Boom. It turns
0: out he was made of dynamite. Yeah that's it that's the end of Maniac Cop Maniac Cop finally gets an honourable send off a decent funeral yeah. the whole you know oh, police he was, in it. It. he was a good cop they lower his uh, lower his casket into the ground hmm. this is the end I think but Goonie's sense something he looks around as if somebody's at the funeral he can hear he can hear the, cop, yeah. the truncheon yeah he can hear it go, whoop, 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 in the distance he's like far.
1: I think he's here <coughs> Shouldn't they have done that? He gives his little speech.
0: Yeah. He says something. He puts Cordell's badge and he gives his speech about the morals of the end of the film, which yeah. is, Fletch, justice. Talk to me about justice, Fletch.
1: <laughs> well, that's it. That's all he did. He was a good cop. Mm. He was a good cop who killed hundreds of people. Mm. Even before he was maniac cop, he was murdering loads of people. But it's just because it was justice. Justice. We've all been there. And there's the contrast at the beginning, isn't it, where you... You know, because yeah, yeah. he's... It he could have been him. It could have been him. And then he's like, I guess every cup has a maniac cup in him. Yeah. Every cup is just one step away from being a maniac cup. Exactly. So, that's it. Okay. So the police... That's hot. That, um, well, I'm glad it's all over. For one, that completely walks back everything that we established in the first film. Yeah, yeah. It does, doesn't it? And it's yeah. like, now it's feeling...
0: it's. The first thing's like, police under pressure, they're going to crack, and now... See, this is the thing, right? Mate, wait till you get to the third one.
1: This is the <laughs> thing. This is what I mean. This film's got... The, the budget for this film was way bigger. Yeah. It was like three million bigger. Yeah. And they, they've got better actors and... Better effects, better explosions. Better, like, it's got a really better good... Music. It's got really good soundtrack. Mm. It's got the old, like, the tense... In yeah. It. And then... But the thing is about Maniac Cop, the thing is about the first one, it had a really good story about this tension between trust and mm. distrust with the police. Whereas this one was a Because you a- could have one because the police have all this power and you've got this one that's just killing people because he's clearly a psychopath. Mm. And Whereas- he's allowed to just hurt people and he gets put away for it because his idea of justice is just killing people. But in this one, they just say, "Well, it's just because they've yeah." They're got saying mental so that health was okay. <laughs> they're saying that that was okay. Yeah, the fact that he killed all of these people—that if a policeman is killing people, well, no, maybe they did it just because they had to appease him. No, because Goonies gives the speech at the end. he yeah. Gets everything cut. but like this—this this was originally from the beginning. This—this this was made to be a franchise. Mm. So I don't get why in just in the second one they're already just walking back everything that happened in the first one. Well, we will be doing Maniac Cop 3. We'll leave it for a bit. But yeah, uh, that was that was my gripe with this one. Yeah. It just wasn't it had it was great, it was entertaining, but it just didn't have that really interesting story behind it that the that the first one did. In fact, this one's actually quite Ugh, quite yikes what this yes. film is saying
0: as the film ends as well Fletch we forgot to mention um, the badge on the coffin a hand very much <laughs> like the hand the <laughs> hand just comes out of the
1: coffin and grabs the badge the Maniac Cop
0: lives Send, setting up for Maniac Cop 3 badge of silence which we will be doing in a few weeks we
1: how, how much later did this come out? The second one The, the third, third one. one Let's have a look The second one came out like two years after 1993 so Okay, so three years yeah. after number two yeah. yeah It's there, it's primed, ready to go on the monitor have <laughs> got and... it, literally got it
0: queued on the telly <laughs> Yeah uh, Well, there you are Well, there we go Maniac Cop 2 Our first sequel to a sequel that we've done A sequel to an episode And a sequel to a film What? Out of ten? Out of five? What whatever stars give me them all of them all of them all of them Right, it's maniac Cop. maniac Cop. thank you for joining us this week on super tap film Club and we will see you next week when we're doing something slightly different Fletch really do you like predator <laughs> yeah oh, I fucking love predator yes we're gonna do a modern film We'll see you next week for
1: the predator <laughs> <laughs>